Hello there, I'm Brandon Julian, the host of the Update Podcast, and hopefully you're enjoying your weekend. We have been banished from new episodes until Monday, but much like celebrity Jeff hoaxes, we will be popping up intermittently until then. While you can still hear new episodes of the Update every weekday, on weekends we will be looking into our archives from the past three years. In the past three years, we've covered a lot, both good and bad. Now, I don't want anybody to panic, because uh, while I might sound a little bit differently in our archived episodes, just with really better microphone quality and occasional co-hosts, know that we'll be back to new episodes on Monday. So again, enjoy the rest of your weekend. (laughs) I'm just kidding. You don't have any more of your weekend. (laughs) We'll see you on Monday, and in the words of Roger Grimsby and Bill Butel, hoping that your news is good news, I thank you very much for joining me. Enjoy our archived episodes all weekend. Good luck. Be safe. Please be well, take care of each other, and we'll see you back here for a new episode of The Update on Monday. You're listening to The Update with Brandon Julian on New York's only EDM station. This is 90.3 WKRB, Kingsborough Community College, Brooklyn, New York. Good afternoon. On the update this Friday, developing news leads off about continued coronavirus fears. Four passengers were taken to a hospital after the Royal Caribbean Anthem of the Seas arrived in New Jersey for evaluation for the virus that has sickened more than 20,000 and killed nearly 500, mostly in China. We'll have the latest details. In the Harvey Weinstein case, with their defense off to a rocky start, Weinstein's lawyers are going to try to rebound by bringing in a film director and a top SVU producer to test the credibility of a rape accuser who acknowledged using prescription drugs during an early 90s movie shoot. Daily fantasy sports contests are now facing an uncertain future here in New York, after an appellate court ruled that the activity amounts to illegal gambling. Jessica Mendoza will no longer be on Sunday Night Baseball or work for the Mets' front office after signing a contract extension with the network. There's wild winter weather across the country. Extreme wind gusts, blowing snow, and widespread flooding is making traveling treacherous as a storm system moves east while severe flooding in the west has closed Interstate 84, a major freeway linking Idaho and Oregon. And the MTA now has a plan to reduce crowding at one subway station. They're going to begin construction to reopen a long, close stretch of the Nostrand Avenue A and C station in Brooklyn by the end of the year, including new entrances on Bedford Avenue. This is the update on the day of the Democratic New Hampshire debates, Friday, February the 7th, 2020. From WKRB's World Headquarters in New York, this is the update with Brandon Julian. And good afternoon, everyone, at 2 o'clock this Friday afternoon, TGIF to all of you. I'm Brandon Julian. Thank you so much for joining us. 
We have a lot of news to get to this afternoon, including the wild weather we're experiencing today. But we're going to begin with continued coronavirus fears in New Jersey. Four passengers were taken to a hospital today after their cruise ship, the Royal Caribbean Anthem of the Seas, arrived in New Jersey for evaluation for the coronavirus that has sickened more than 20,000 and killed nearly 500, mostly in China. The Anthem of the Seas docked in Bayonne with a number of passengers who were quarantined due to coronavirus concerns. Governor Phil Murphy said in a statement that personnel with the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention boarded the ship and traveled 27 passengers who had recently traveled from mainland China. Murphy said that 23 were cleared, but four were being evaluated at University Hospital in Newark. The CDC said that two of those that are hospitalized had traveled to China recently and were displaying respiratory symptoms. Uh, The other two are members of the same family who aren't ill, but they're also being evaluated as a precaution. The rest of the passengers were screened as a precaution as they disembarked the ship. Governor Murphy said in a statement, quote, the hospital is following proper infection control protocols while evaluating these individuals. New Jersey currently has no confirmed cases of the novel coronavirus and the risk to residents remains low. We're going to give you a recap of this developing story. Any new details when we recap our top story a little after 2.30 this afternoon. WKRB News Time is now 2.02. At the Harvey Weinstein rape trial in Manhattan, the defense is off to a rather rocky start. But Weinstein's lawyers are looking to rebound today by bringing in a film producer, and a top producer on Law & Order Special Victims Unit to test the credibility of a rape accuser who acknowledged using prescription drugs during an early 90s movie shoot. Warren Light wrote and directed The Night We Never Met, a 1993 romantic comedy starring Annabella Sciorra, the actress, of course, who testified early in the trial that Weinstein barged into her apartment and raped her in the mid-1990s. Light also wrote a hashtag MeToo-themed episode of SVU based of the show based on the Weinstein saga. On to some of the other news of this Friday. And sticking with the Weinstein trial, uh, six women out of the many who have accused Weinstein of vile sexual behavior Uh, did testify over the last two weeks at his trial. Their harrowing accounts, the centerpiece of a prosecution case that rested yesterday, could help put the disgraced film producer in prison for the rest of his life. The changes that jurors could soon be weighing involved just two past allegations, that Weinstein raped a woman in March of 2013, and he forced oral sex on another woman in 2006. Other accusers were allowed to testify because prosecutors alleged that there was a practiced method to Weinstein's attacks. He maintains, though, that any sexual encounters were consensual. WKRB News Time is now 2.04. 
at the trial of Michael Avenatti, uh, a Los Angeles amateur basketball league's founder told jurors that Avenatti betrayed him when the lawyer threatened to make his complaints against Nike public. Avenatti is contesting charges, of course, that accuse him of trying to extort up to $25 million from Nike as he represented coach Gary Franklin. Franklin testified yesterday in Manhattan Federal Court that he hoped that Avenatti would quietly negotiate a settlement with Nike that would restore his league's Nike sponsorship. Instead, he said Avenatti did things he never expected. Avenatti says he did nothing wrong and was merely engaging in a typical negotiation with the company. Let's turn to some lighter news for a moment. Let's go over the fashion week with shouts of work it, work it. That's the best. That's the best impression that I can do <laughs> uh, with shouts of work it, work it from superfan Leslie Jones in the front row. Christian Suriano helped kick off New York fashion week yesterday. He rolled out sculptured show stopping gowns, looks of rainbow fringe and pops of bright funhouse green. Jones, who was a Saturday Night Live alum, could barely contain herself. She hopped out of her seat at times also to cheer on models as Heidi Klum looked on. Suriano said he drew inspiration from the DC comic superhero film Birds of Prey. It's the story of how Harley Quinn joins forces with others to battle crime lord Black Mask. Uh, Column gowns came in Joker Jacquard and multicolored Harley French. WKRB News Time is now 2.06. In other news this afternoon with the president, his lawyers now want to put the brakes on a lawsuit that was filed by an advice columnist that has accused him of raping her in the 1990s and is seeking his DNA as possible evidence. Trump attorneys had argued in legal papers earlier this week that E. Jean Carroll's defamation suit should be delayed until New York's highest court rules on whether another woman, Summer Zervos, can proceed with a somewhat similar suit. Trump's lawyers are arguing that an incumbent president cannot be sued in state courts. Carroll's attorney says it's no surprise that Trump is trying to stop her suit. It accuses him of slurring her by calling her rape allegations a lie. To the state capitol in Albany we go this afternoon, where if you're a fan of the daily fantasy sports contests like FanDuel, then I'm afraid I've got some bad news. They're now facing an uncertain future here in New York after an appellate court ruled that the activity amounts to illegal gambling. The court upheld yesterday a previous decision that ruled that Daily Fantasy Sports violated the state constitution's ban on gambling. The court also ruled that the legislature unlawfully authorized the activity by classifying it as a game of skill and not chance. Governor Cuomo, of course, signed the bill into law back in 2016, that cleared the way for companies like DraftKings and FanDuel to operate in New York. A state attorney general's spokesman 
said that a decision has been made yet on whether to appeal yesterday's decision to the state's highest court. WKRB News Time is now 2.08. Out west to Lake Placid, where there are short-term rentals like those that you see listed on Airbnb, they're surging all over the place, but they loom larger in little resort areas like Lake Placid. Many residents are fearing that the rentals are gobbling up too much of the housing market and freezing out families that want to live there. Uh, rental owners say that they're an essential cog in the local economy. and Local officials are now trying to balance neighborhood concerns against the economic benefit of tourists who stay in short-term rentals. According to short-term rental data provider AirDNA, the number of Airbnb and HomeAway listings in and around Lake Placid has grown from 555 entire places to 684 uh, in the last two years. And finally this afternoon, out west in Lodi in New Jersey, there are authorities there that say that two men that are accused of fatally shooting a man in New Jersey last month are now facing charges in a second killing. We led off with this as a developing story yesterday. NJ.com reports Nassau County Police announced new murder charges against Douglas Cordry and Kenneth Regan in the shooting death of Justin Gottlieb here in New York back on January 14th. Both men were already charged with murder in the drive-by shooting of death of Luis Perez in Lodi back on January 18th. Cordry and Regan are both scheduled to be arraigned on the new charges. They were supposed to be arraigned in Hempstead yesterday. WKRB News Time now 210. We still have a lot more to cover on the update this Friday. It's going to be a wild day of weather. Uh, we started off with warm temperatures. Now they're falling off. The winds are picking up. It was sunny around here in the Manhattan Beach area a little while ago, maybe like what, an hour ago. Uh, but now the clouds have definitely moved in. And we have some delays and some minor planned work on the subways. Your traffic and weather together is coming up next. And then we're going to talk some uh, sports this afternoon, including how Jessica Mendoza had to work an extension compromise on her contract. She won't be on Sunday Night Baseball or work with the Mets front office after signing a contract extension with ESPN. We're going to talk about all that in just one minute. This is the update with Brandon Julian on a Friday afternoon, a getaway Friday. It's also the day of the Democratic New Hampshire debates tonight, uh, right here on 90.3 WKRB. News for New Yorkers who never stop moving. You're listening to The Update with Brandon Julian on 90.3 WKRB. Unexpected reactions to smart financial decisions brought to you by FeedThePig.org. 
Well, I finally did it. I improved my credit score. You're kidding, right? Uh, no. How are we supposed to be the bad boys of electro-synth pop if you're out there being responsible? The band is about to be discovered. This is our year. Uh, yeah, you've been saying that for a while now. You think anyone in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame was worried about their credit score? I never really thought that Of you're... course they weren't. Rock stars aren't supposed to think about that kind of stuff. We're supposed to think about how many guitars we've smashed, write aggressively sensitive power ballads, start questionable fashion trends, tragically break up and blame creative differences. All right, all right, just... I thought maybe it was time to take control of my finances, you know? Start using a budget. Get out of debt. Set some goals. A budget? Debt? Set some goals? Listen, I knew that we'd have our creative differences, but I was hoping they'd involve a little more scandal. When it comes to financial stability, don't get left behind. Get tools and tips for saving at feedthepig.org. This message brought to you by the American Institute of CPAs and the Ad Council. Of all the radio stations in New York, we just happen to be one of them. This is the update with Brandon Julian on 90.3 WKRB. Keeping an eye on the roads, the rails, and the skies, it's time for Traffic and Weather Together. WKRB News Time is now 2.13. Let's get you started with a check of the local subways uh, this afternoon. We have uh, your southbound F trains uh, running with delays after a train's brakes activated at Avenue P. Lots of additional travel time there. Also, your southbound 1 trains are running at slower speeds near 110th Street after crews inspected equipment from an earlier water main break in the area. It's the third one within the last couple of months. Uh, continue to expect delays, though, as they get trains back on schedule. We also have some planned work on your Staten Island Railway trains until 3 o'clock this afternoon. Uh, at Pleasant Plains and Prince's Bay, your trains are boarding and exiting at the Tottenville-bound platforms. Same thing at Grasmere and Clifton. Your end trains have flooding protection work through the spring. Your last stop is 86th Street. Service to and from Coney Island, you can use a D, F, or Q train. A free transfer is also available between the Avenue XF train station and the 86th Street N train station. It's about a five-minute walk, or you can transfer to the B1 or B4 buses when using your Metro card. For wheelchair-accessible passengers, you can transfer to the D train at 34th Street Herald Square or New Utrecht Avenue 62nd Street. Also, accessibility work continues until 2022 on your Grand Central Shuttle. Track 1 is out of service. Tracks 3 and 4 are available. For faster service on 42nd Street, you can use the 7 train, or you can transfer to the M42 bus on the street level. Other than that, all the other subways they are running on are close to schedule. Uh, alternate side parking and meter rules they are in effect today, and garbage and recycling is on schedule. Let us take a first look right now at our exclusive WKRB forecast. It's just a wild day out there, considering we have lots of rain moving in, heavy rain, as a matter of fact. We actually have a high wind warning, in effect, until uh, 7 o'clock tonight. And if you don't know uh, what a high wind warning is, I will tell you, I will tell you right now. Basically, a high wind warning means for a couple of hours, at least five, six hours, sustained winds will be around 25, 35 miles per hour, gusting up to near 60 miles per hour. 
So if so, if you have anything outside on your deck area, the suggestion is you bring it in because it'll just fly away with those sustained winds and those gusts. For the rest of this afternoon, we'll have a slight chance of rain in the afternoon, then turning into possibly more rain. Uh, otherwise, partly sunny skies, highs around 54, but temperatures are actually dropping through the course of the afternoon. Sustained west winds around 25 to 30 miles per hour, gusting as high as 55. And then tonight with a partly cloudy skies, lows around 28. Wind chills between 20 and 25. Sustained west winds 15 to 25 miles per hour, gusting as high as 40. Uh, currently outside right now, it is 52 degrees and lightly raining. Humidity is at 74%. Our winds are west at 15 miles per hour, uh, making it feel like it's 41. Uh, 52 degrees. We're falling to our low temperature of 28 degrees this evening with those wind chills making it feel between 20 and 25. WKRB News Time now to 17. Now with the latest scores and highlights, it's time for the sports update. Spring training is right around the corner. Basically starts next week when pitchers and catchers report. But Major League Baseball is now intending to impose some new limits on what live video is available to teams. Commissioner Rob Manfred also said at baseball's owners' meetings yesterday that he hopes to complete his investigation into alleged electronic sign stealing by the Red Sox before spring training camps open next week. It'll be very interesting to see what the punishment is. Speaking of spring training, the Nationals are heading into spring training down in Florida uh, with largely the same group of players that won the World Series last season. The biggest differences, of course, are the departure of slugger Anthony Rendon and the arrival of righty reliever Will Harris. It won't be easy for manager Dave Martinez to find out how to replace Rendon in the middle of the lineup. Likely, the rookie Carter Keyboom will get a chance to play at third. The Nationals, though, will still likely rise and fall based on how their three-star starting pitchers fare. Three-time Cy Young Award winner Max Serger, uh, World Series MVP Steven Strasburg, and lefty Patrick Corbin. And finally, this afternoon, uh, Jessica Mendoza, she's and was an analyst for Sunday Night Baseball, well, she won't be on Sunday Night Baseball or work in the Mets front office after signing a contract extension with the network. ESPN announced the extension today, as well as saying that Mendoza will have an expanded role that includes more studio appearances. She's resigned as a baseball operations advisor to the Mets and GM Brody Van Wagenen, a role that he had, she had since last March. Mendoza joined ESPN as a softball analyst and college football sideline reporter back in 2007. She has been an MLB analyst since 2015 and was part of the Sunday Night Baseball booth for four seasons. In terms of today's action, Rangers are at the Garden tonight, taking on the Sabres tonight at 7. They're the only local team in action. WKRB News time now to 19. When we come back on the update this afternoon, it'll be time to talk about our weird but true stories. We'll tell you about a man and his furry accomplice were taken into custody after he apparently shoplifted. And also how a good Samaritan used the power of social media to track down the owner of a stolen purse. 
We'll also talk about what happened on this day in history that's coming up in just one minute. This is the update with Brandon Julian on a Friday afternoon, another getaway Friday here on 90.3 WKRB. Keep it tuned in to WKRB. The update returns in a moment. When I grow up, I want to be a new pair of blue jeans. When I grow up, I want to be a kid's first computer. When I grow up, I want to be a glass countertop in a new home. When I grow up, I want to be a kid's best birthday present. When I grow up, I want to be a football stadium. When I grow up, I want to be a warm place on a cold day. When I grow up, I want to be a fancy backsplash. I, I want to be a bike that races around the when country. When I grow up, I want to be a bench on a forest when I trail. Grow up, I want to be a rocking chair on when a sunny I up, porch. I want to be a skyscraper. I want to be a... 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 When I grow up, I don't want to be a piece of garbage. And if you recycle me, I won't be. Give your garbage another life. Recycle. Learn how at IWantToBeRecycled.org. A public service advertisement brought to you by Keep America Beautiful and the Ad Council. Page in common sense, page in common sense. Is there any common sense left in the room? This is the update with Brandon Julian on 90.3 WKRB. Welcome back to the aforementioned update with Brandon Julian. Friday afternoon here on 90.3 WKRB. I was streaming online, WKRB.org. Rather windy Friday around here. Uh, we have that high wind warning in effect until 7 o'clock. It's one week before Valentine's Day as well. So you have less than a week left to rush out to the stores that may still have some Valentine's Day stuff left. Uh, and try to plan something for your someone. You might do movies. Uh, you might go out to a romantic dinner. Everybody has their own special way of celebrating celebrating Valentine's Day. I know I have I know I have my plans for uh, for Valentine's Day with my wife. Uh, we're debating we're still internally debating between movies uh, between dinner and a movie or just you know just celebrating by ourselves. Whichever way uh, you decide to spend Valentine's Day on Friday at least get caught up with us on the day's news we'll be here. Next Friday, we haven't figured out a time yet. We might be at a regular time here, 2 o'clock. We might do it early. We'll let you know probably on... <laughs> we'll let you know on th- next Thursday afternoon. We'll give you details about what your Valentine's Day weather might be looking like in our exclusive WKB forecast coming up in our next half hour. Uh, our WKB news time now, 2.23. Uh, let's talk about the weird of a true stories we have this Friday. Uh, we'll begin, uh, where, we don't know where, I actually don't know where the story's happening, but let's just say, oh, here it is. It's in Florida. Cause of course it is <laughs> in Florida, a man and his furry quote accomplice were taken into custody by authorities who said that the man had shoplifted from a store. 
Hillsborough County Sheriff's Office said Logan Wilson was arrested back on Wednesday and charged with petite theft and possession of meth. Deputies say that Wilson admitted to stealing $259 worth of items from Bass Pro Shops. Deputies also took Wilson's puppy into custody. Deputies say they took care of the, quote, cutest accomplice before handing him over to Hillsborough County Animal Services. The puppy has been pre-adopted if the owner doesn't claim it. Uh, it's unclear also whether Wilson has an attorney. Whoever decides to adopt this puppy, hopefully this puppy has a better life than being an accomplice to shoplifting. Just seems terrible. Uh, finally, uh, this afternoon, there's a good Samaritan out there. We always talk about how people uh, do good. People are doing good deeds. Well, the good Samaritan used the power of social media to track down the owner of a stolen pink purse. The Times-Picayune and New Orleans Advocate reports that 23-year-old Sarah Yab of Florida was on a trip to New Orleans to celebrate the college football national championship when her Michael Kors purse was stolen. James Elms later found the purse, which still had her camera inside. He posted a photo from the camera onto Twitter, asking for help tracking her down. And within 16 hours and 800 retweets, he was able to get in touch with her and eventually return the purse and the camera. One of those social media stories, folks, that actually has a happy ending. WKRV News Time Now 225. Let's talk about what happened on this day in history for this February the 7th. The highlight of his day came in 1964 when the Beatles arrived at New York's John F. Kennedy International Airport to begin their first American tour. In 1812, author Charles Dickens was born in Landport, Portsmouth, England. In 1817, America's first public gas street lamp was lighted in Baltimore at the corner of Market and Lemon Streets. It's now East Baltimore and Holiday Streets. In 1940, Walt Disney's second animated feature, Pinocchio, premiered here in New York. In 1943, the government abruptly announced that wartime rationing of shoes made of leather were going to effect in two days, limiting consumers to buying three pairs per person per year. Uh, rationing was lifted in October of 1945. In 1948, General Dwight D. Eisenhower resigned as U.S. Army Chief of Staff. He was succeeded by General Omar Bradley. In 1962, President John F. Kennedy imposed a full trade embargo on Cuba. In 1984, the Space Shuttle Challenger astronauts Bruce McCandless II and Robert L. Stewart went on the first untethered spacewalk, which lasted nearly six hours. In 1986, the Philippines held a presidential election marred by charges against the incumbent Ferdinand E. Marcos. Also, Haitian President for Light Jean-Claude Duvillier fled his country, ending 28 years of his family's rule. In 1991, Jean Bertrand Artisside was inaugurated as the first democratically elected president of Haiti. 
and he was overthrown by the military the following September. In 1998, the Winter Olympic Games were opened in Nagano, Japan, by Emperor Akahito. In 1999, Jordan's King Hussein died of cancer at the age of 63. He was succeeded by his eldest son, Abdullah. And in 2001, Def claimed act- singer and actress Dale Evans at the age of 88, and author Charles Ann Morrow Lindbergh, the widow of aviator Charles Lindbergh, at the age of 94. WKRB News Time now, 228. We still have a lot more to cover on the update this uh, Friday afternoon. When we come back, we'll give you a recap of our top story. Four passengers taken to a hospital after the Royal Caribbean Anthem of the Seas arrived in New Jersey for continued coronavirus fears. We'll give you the latest details. We'll also give you another check of your traffic and water together. We'll go to Wall Street. We'll talk some business news that's happening there. Later on, we will talk national news and talk about the wild winter weather happening across this country. Wind gusts, snow, and flooding making its way east. While in the west, severe flooding is happening in Oregon and Interstate 84. And at the end of the broadcast this afternoon, the MTA has a plan to reduce crowding at one Brooklyn subway station. Uh, including new entrances. It's all coming up in our next half hour when we return in just two minutes. This is the update with Brandon Julian on a Friday afternoon, a getaway Friday, and also the day of the Democratic New Hampshire debates. Uh, This is 90.3 WKRB. News for New Yorkers who never saw moving. You're listening to the update with Brandon Julian on 90.3 WKRB. Hi, this is Carvel Gray, and tune in with me on the Soul Jazz Phenom every Sunday from 1 to 3 p.m. Travel through the music world. Some call it old school. Others call it classics. You'll hear artists like The Temptation. Donnie Hathaway. Herbie Hancock. In each program, we'll profile an artist like Nina Simone. Much more than this, I did it my way. And Marvin Gaye. So you'll be crazy not to tune in every Sunday from 1 to 3 p.m. right here on 90.3 WKRB and uh, WKRB.org. 24 hours a day, commercial free. This is 90.3 WKRB, Kingsboro Community College, Brooklyn, New York. As an 18-year-old, I let my mistakes kind of take over my life. I was 0.5 credits away from completing high school, and I didn't do it. Ten years later, at age 28, Jackie finished her high school diploma. When I found out that I was pregnant, I know that I had to do something for myself if I wanted to make her a better person and provide a better life for her. My family never stopped pushing for me to be better because they knew what I could become and who I could become as a person. My support team is amazing. 
the educational director, my sister, and even my seven-year-old daughter has just been more than the support that I could ask for. I've been given an opportunity, and I'm just thankful for it. No one gets a diploma alone. If you're thinking of finishing your high school diploma, you have help. Find free adult education classes near you at finishyourdiploma.org. That's finishyourdiploma.org. Brought to you by the Dollar General Literacy Foundation and the Ad Council. You're listening to Brooklyn's Best Rhythmic Station, 90.3 WKRB with Brandon Julian. Now, the update continues on 90.3 WKRB. It's everything that you need to know because anything can happen in New York. And good afternoon again, everyone. A little after 2.30 on this Friday afternoon. I'm Brandon Julian. Thank you so much for staying with us. Let's get you a recap of our top story this afternoon. It's a developing story out of Bayonne over continued coronavirus fears. Four passengers were taken to a hospital after their cruise ship arrived for evaluation for the virus that has sickened more than 20,000 and killed nearly 500, mainly in China. According to WABC, the Royal Caribbean Anthem of the Seas docked in Bayonne with the number of passengers who were quarantined due to concerns. Governor Phil Murphy said in a statement that personnel with the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention boarded the ship and screened 27 passengers who had recently traveled from mainland China. Murphy said 23 were cleared and four were being evaluated at University Hospital in Newark. The CDC said two of those hospitalized that traveled to China recently and were displaying respiratory symptoms. The other two are members of the same family who aren't ill, but they're also being evaluated as a precaution. The rest of the passengers were screened as a precaution as they disembark the ship. Governor Murphy said in a statement, quote, The hospital is following proper infection control protocols while evaluating these individuals. New Jersey currently has no confirmed cases of novel coronavirus, and the risk to residents remains low. As our top story on the update this Friday, let's get you around the city as another PM rush is about to embark on us. WKRB News Time is now 2.34. Keeping an eye on the roads, the rails, and the skies, it's time for traffic and weather together. Let's get you started again with a check at the local subways, and those winds have finally taken their toll on the number 5 line. You have no 5 trains between East 180th Street and East Chester Dyer Avenue in both directions because of a fallen tree on the tracks at Morris Park. You can see a station agent to receive a courtesy pass for continuing train or bus service. For neat for 238th Street, excuse me, for East Chester Dyer Avenue, consider transferring between the B16 bus and the 2 train to Nerid Avenue. For Gun Hill Road and for Baychester Avenue, consider transferring between the BX30 and the 2 train at Gun Hill Road. Use the BX28, BX38 and 2 trains for service to Gun Hill Road. For Pelham Parkway, use the BX-12 and the BX-12 Select Bus Service, and also two trains. 
and at Morris Park, use nearby two trains over at Pelham Parkway. It's going to be like that probably through the afternoon rush as soon as they can get that tree off the tracks. Southbound 1 train still running at slower speeds near 110th Street after crews inspected equipment from an earlier water main break. Uh, continue to expect delays as they get trains back on schedule. You also have midday planned work on your F trains and the Staten Island Railway until 3 or 3.30. For more information, you can check your local posters and stations. You can check mta.info or you can download the MyMTA app. Other than that, all the other subways are running on or close to schedule. Uh, alternate side parking and meter rules are in effect today, and garbage and recycling is on schedule. Let's get you another look right now at an exclusive WKRB forecast. This has just been a wild day of weather. We have that high wind warning in effect. Gus could be possibly reaching 60 miles per hour. And like we just told you about on the five line, it's bringing down trees all over the place. So just get where you need to go and then just hunker down at least through this evening. Tomorrow will be a colder day, but it'll be a drier day with lots more sunshine. Uh, that high wind warning remains into and remains in effect until seven o'clock tonight. For the rest of this afternoon, we'll have uh, small chances for rain, otherwise partly sunny. Highs around fifty-four. Sustained west winds twenty-five to thirty, gusting as high as fifty-five miles per hour. Tonight, with a partly cloudy skies, lows around twenty-eight. Wind chills between twenty and twenty-five. Sustained west winds fifteen to twenty-five, gusting as high as forty miles per hour. Tomorrow for your Saturday, we'll have mostly sunny skies, highs around 39, wind chills between 20 and 30, sustained west winds 10 to 15, gusting as high as 25 miles per hour. Saturday night, we'll have partly cloudy skies, lows around 27. Sunday, we'll have a chance of snow showers in the early morning, then turning to a chance of uh, rain and snow, then just a chance for plain rain, uh, highs around 42. Sunday night will have a chance of rain after midnight, mostly cloudy, lows around 36. And then Monday will have another chance of rain, otherwise mostly cloudy, highs around 49. Currently outside right now, it's 52 degrees and lightly raining. Humidity is at 74%. Winds are west at 15 miles per hour, sustained, making it feel like it's 41 if you're stepping out. 52 degrees, we're dropping all the way down to 28 this evening. Those wind chills, though, will make it feel between 20 and 25. WKRB News Time now, 2.38. Let's talk some business news on this Friday. Stocks were falling on Wall Street following other markets around the world. Some investors are still concerned that stocks may have gotten ahead of themselves after the best week for the S&P 500 in eight months. That uncertainty overshadowed the news from the Labor Department that many more jobs were created in January than economists expected. Energy stocks were suffering some of the sharpest losses as the price of oil fell again. Bond prices did rise. Taking a look at the numbers on Wall Street a little over an hour 20 to the closing bell, the Dow Jones Industrial Average is down 286 points to 29,092. The S&P 500 is down 17 points, and the NASDAQ is down 53 points. And speaking of those job numbers, hiring jumped last month as U.S. employers had a robust 225,000 jobs, 
bolstering an economy that faces threats, of course, from China's coronavirus outbreak and an ongoing trade war and struggles at Boeing. Half a million people streamed into the job market, although not all of them found work. That influx meant that more people were counted as unemployed, and it boosted the jobless rate to 3.6% from a century low of 3.5%. The jobs report also signaled that businesses remain confident enough to keep hiring. WKRB News Time now 240. When we come back on the update this afternoon, it is time to talk some national news. Uh, we will uh, talk about the wild winter weather that's happening across the country. Winds, gusts, wind gusts, snow, and widespread flooding. Lots of it. But we will lead off in Iowa, where the Democratic Party has now extended a deadline to request a review of the presidential caucuses. We'll get off with that in just one minute. This is the update with Brandon Julian on a Friday afternoon. Another getaway Friday here on 90.3 WKRB. Keep it tuned in to WKRB. The update returns in a moment. Most of my family, they never graduated high school or even let alone go to college, so... I'm trying to break that barrier. My daughter Brooklyn was also a motivation for me to go back to school. Every day after work, went straight to school, studied hard, and, and it paid off. At age 26, Kareem finished his high school diploma. I could not have done it alone. I feel like if I didn't have anyone to push me, I wouldn't gave a bother to do it. I got one milestone down the drain, and now I got to work on the next. I see the future is really bright for me. I feel like it doesn't matter the age, as long as you go back and get it done. The high school diploma is just added to the confidence, and now I feel unstoppable. No one gets a diploma alone. You have more support than you realize. If you're thinking of finishing your high school diploma, you have help. Find free adult education classes near you at finishyourdiploma.org. That's finishyourdiploma.org. Brought to you by the Dollar General Literacy Foundation and the Ad Council. Listen to us on Mixcloud to learn more about the stories that matter to you. And did you miss out on any episode of The Update? Listen to us anytime at Mixcloud.com slash the WKRB Update. Welcome back to The Update with Brandon Julian here at 90.3 WKRB. We are all streaming online on WKRB.org. IWKB News Time now 242. It is time to talk some national news on this Friday. And we're going to begin out in Des Moines in Iowa because the De- Iowa Democratic Party is now extended until Monday, a deadline that was originally set for midday today. For presidential candidates to request a, view, a review of the results of this week's Iowa presidential caucuses. That's in light, of course, of the reporting debacle that forced a days-long delay in final numbers from the contest and left inconsistencies in the final count. After a breakdown in tallying the results caucus night, it took until yesterday for the state party, which operates these series of roughly 1,700 local meetings statewide, to issue the final numbers. 
In other news this afternoon in Washington, President Trump will be promoting economic revitalization in low-income areas during a visit to Charlotte, North Carolina today. It's Trump's first visit, first trip, I should say, outside of Washington since his acquittal this week in the Senate impeachment trial. Before leaving, he continued to air grievances about his impeachment ordeal. The president is scheduled to deliver closing remarks at the North Carolina Opportunity Now Summit at Piedmont Community College. Trump will help will promote help for thousands of neighborhoods that were designated as opportunity zones under tax cut legislation he signed into law back in 2017. Tax breaks are provided for certain investments in these lower income areas. WKRB News Time is now 2.44. Also in Washington, there's a federal appeals court there that has now dismissed one of the several ongoing lawsuits charging that President Trump has illegally profited off the presidency. The lawsuit the court dismissed today was filed by Democratic members of Congress back in 2017. The court was not ruling, though, on whether Trump violated the law. It just said that the approximately 200 members of Congress who brought the lawsuit lacked the ability to sue. The lawsuit had charged that the president violated the U.S. Constitution's Endowments Clause by accepting benefits to his businesses from foreign governments without congressional approval. Meanwhile, down at Cape Canaveral in Florida, NASA now says that defective software could have doomed Boeing's crew capsule during its first test flight. The Starliner capsule launched without astronauts from Cape Canaveral without astronauts back in December. But its automatic timer was off, preventing the capsule from flying to the International Space Station as planned. NASA reported today that in addition to the timer error, a software issue with Starliner's service module was not detected until the flight was underway. If ground controllers had not intervened, NASA says that the Starliner could have been destroyed. NASA has yet to decide, however, whether Boeing must conduct another flight test flight without a crew before putting astronauts on board. WKRB News Time is now 2.46. There's wild winter weather across the country as extreme wind gusts, blowing snow, and widespread flooding is making traveling treacherous as the storm system is moving to the east. At least five people have died in southern states where the water is rising in many places after days of rain. The National Weather Service is also checking out reports of tornadoes in multiple states. Hundreds of people have been evacuated as their homes and cars have been flooded, and many school districts have canceled classes. And when this storm front blows through, there's little room to relax, because forecasters say that another major weather system is on its way. We will tell you about what else is happening weather-wise in the western half of the country in just one minute. WKRB News Time is now 2.47. Unexpected reactions to smart financial decisions brought to you by FeedThePig.org. Well, 
I finally did it. I opened a 401k. So you're giving up. Just like that. Giving up on what? On getting an inheritance from a distant relative. Don't you think if there were a billionaire in the family, we'd know about it by now? Listen to me. We are one phone call away from riding horses on our own private polo grounds. One call from christening yachts, having a butler, using summer as a verb. How do you figure? Look, everyone's got a rich uncle somewhere. It's statistics. So the best thing you can do is just prepare for the inevitable. Right. Which is why I thought maybe it would be smart to take control of my finances. You know, start using a budget, get out of debt, set some retirement goals. Budgets? Debt? You watch your mouth. Retirement shouldn't be a goal for us. It should be a way of life. When it comes to financial stability, don't get left behind. Get tools and tips for saving at feedthepig.org. This message brought to you by the American Institute of CPAs and the Ad Council. WKRB News Time is now 2.48. Out west in Pendleton in Oregon, severe flooding there has now closed Interstate 84 a major freeway linking Idaho and Oregon. It's also forced evacuations in low-lying areas and stranded at least one family on their roof. Snowmelt has also caused the Umatila River and other tributaries in northeast Oregon to overflow their banks late yesterday. Other parts of the Pacific Northwest are also dealing with flooding and landslides. Officials are warning of more flooding and landslides in western Washington state today as the rain keeps falling and rivers continue to rise, but some warnings were lifted on some of the rivers. In other news this afternoon, up in Minneapolis in Minnesota, the Minnesota Court of Appeals now says that a nurse's aide at a senior care facility didn't violate the law when she posted a photo of a patient with Alzheimer's disease on social media. The appeals court found that the photo wasn't a health record and therefore did not violate laws meant to protect patient privacy. The photo also included, though, a demeaning message. The nurse's aide was fired from Madonna Summit in Byron. But the ruling has also alarmed some elder care advocates who say it essentially tells aides that they can post images of patients online without legal repercussions. WKRB News Time is now 2.50. Out in Columbus in Ohio, 30 years after a startling victory against boxing titan Mike Tyson, Buster Douglas is now feeling healthy and is basking in the glory he says was denied at the time. The 59-year-old fighter will be celebrated at an anniversary gala today in his hometown of Columbus, where he'll raise money for programs that help others who face long odds. His students throughout Columbus's parks and recreation system look up to the man they simply call Coach as a teacher, a friend, and a hero. Douglas's charity event, 41, 42 to 1, supports workforce development, diversity, and soft training programs for at-risk youth. WKRB News, Time now 251. And finally this afternoon, out in Norfolk in Virginia in Decision 2020, the former Navy secretary who was fired after criticizing President Trump 
is now endorsing Democrat Michael Bloomberg for president. Bloomberg's campaign said today that former Secretary of the Navy Richard V. Spencer would announce the endorsement during an event at a maritime center in Norfolk. Spencer, of course, was pushed out of his position after he clashed with Trump and military leaders over the fate of a Navy SEAL accused of war crimes in Iraq. Spencer says in a statement released by the campaign that he has, quote, the utmost confidence that Mike will faithfully execute his duty as commander-in-chief. We haven't done it in a while, but we'll tell you about the celebrity birthdays for today when the update with Brandon Julian returns in just 60 seconds. Listen, my life changed because someone was there to get me to use drugs. No one can understand. People think that having someone who will listen makes it better. I need help. I'm listening. I need help. I think that having someone who will listen makes it better. People understand. No one can get me to use drugs. My life changed because someone was there to listen. Go to heretolisten.com for tips and tools to turn addiction around. Brought to you by the Ad Council. Listen and imagine. It takes five seconds to send a text. And for those five seconds, you're driving blind. Life is worth more than a text. Stay alive. Don't text and drive. Visit StopTextStopRex.org, a message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, Noise, and the Ad Council. From New York City, doing business in the same location since 1904, this is the update with Brandon Julian on 90.3 WKRB. This is the update, and it is time to talk about our celebrity birthdays. Author Gay Talese is 88 years old. Former Senator Herb Cole, the Democrat from Wisconsin, is 85. Reggae musician Brian Travers from UB40 is 61. Comedy writer Robert Smeagol is 60, and so is actor James Spader. Country singer Garth Brooks is 58, and so is, so is rock musician David Bryan from Bon Jovi, and so is actor and comedian Eddie Izzard. Actor and comedian Chris Rock is 55. Actor Jason Gedrick is 53. Actress Essent Atkins is 48. Rock singer and musician Wes Borland is 45. Rock musician Tom Blankenship from My Morning Jacket is 42. And so is actor Ashton Kutcher. Actress Tina Marigino is 35. And so is actress Deborah Ann Wall. NBA player Isaiah Thomas is 31. And NHL center Stephen Stamkos is 30. Those are the celebrity birthdays for this uh, February the 7th. Uh, WKRB News Time is now 2.55. Brandon Julian from New York, the real mall of America. This is the update with Brandon Julian on 90.3 WKRB. Welcome back to the update, Brandon Julian, everyone. 
Our WKRB News Time now 2.55. Just enough time left this afternoon for your honorable mention. We've often said on this program that the MTA is subject to delays, cancellations, misconnections, and at times just general turmoil. Well, the MTA has now announced that it's beginning construction to reopen a long, close stretch of the Nostrand Avenue A and C station in Brooklyn by the end of the year, including new entrances on Bedford Avenue. Officials say that the entrances will provide the station with a direct connection to the northbound B44 select bus service, reduce crowding as trains depart from the station, provide a free in-station transfer between the north and southbound platforms, and better connect the station with the destinations west of Arlington Place. The entrances at the northeast corner and southeast corner of Bedford Avenue and Fulton Street are more than 1,000 feet to the west of the currently open entrances at the corner of Fulton Street and Nostrand Avenue. That's about a quarter mile. Uh, they'll be scraping and repainting areas of the station that have been closed to the public for more than 30 years, repairing and replacing tile, rehabilitate the stairways, and install lighting and turnstiles. The entrance was closed more than 30 years ago during a period of concerns about, during a period of concerns about a rise in crime. The project is expected to cost $2 million. WKRB News Time is now 2.57. Keeping an eye on the roads, the rails, and the skies, it's time for traffic and weather together. Final check of your rail conditions if you're heading out to the subways right now. Five trains still suspended between East 180th Street and East Chester Dyer Avenue because of a fallen tree on the tracks in Morris Park. See a station agent for a courtesy pass for continuing train or bus service. Use the B6, the B12, B12 Select Bus Service, B16, B30, B28, and B38 buses, and also the two train for alternate stations along the line. We have midday planned work on your F trains on the Staten Island Railway until 3 and 3.30 this afternoon. For more in-depth information, you can check your posters and stations. You can download the MyMTA app or you can visit mta.info. And trains fling protection through the spring of 2020. Last stop, 86th Street. For service to Coney Island, use a D, F, or Q train. Accessibility work continues on your Grand Central shuttle through 2022. Track 1 is out of service. Tracks 3 and 4 are available. Use the 7 train or the M42 bus on the street level for faster service on 42nd Street. Other than that, all the other subways are running on a close to schedule. Alternate side parking and meter rules, they are in effect today. And garbage and recycling is on schedule. Final look at our forecast this afternoon. We have a high wind warning in effect until 7 o'clock tonight. Rest of this afternoon, we'll have a slight chance of rain, otherwise partly sunny. Highs around 54. Sustained winds 25 to 30, gusting as high as 55 miles per hour. Tonight, we'll have partly cloudy skies, lows around 28. Wind chills between 20 and 25. Uh, sustained west winds 15 to 25, gusting as high as 40. Tomorrow for your Saturday, mostly sunny skies, highs around 39. Wind chills between 20 and 30. Sunday, we'll have a chance of rain and snow, otherwise partly sunny, highs around 42. And then on Monday, we'll have another chance of rain, highs around 49. Currently outside right now, it's 48 degrees and lightly raining. Humidity is at 65%. Our winds are west now at 20 miles per hour. Makes it feel like it's 34 if you're stepping out. 
48 degrees. We are going down to 28 this evening. Wind chills between 20 and 25 with those gusty winds. Our thought for today is from Charles Dickens, born on this date in 1812 and died in 1870. Our thought for today is, a day wasted on others is not wasted on one's self. I'll let you guys ponder on that as we say in the words of Walter Cronkite, that is the way it is. Friday, February the 7th, 2020. That is the update on this Friday and for this week. I'm Brandon Joe, and we appreciate you joining us. Hoping your news is good news. Visions and Solutions, Soul Jazz Phenom, and Sweet Sounds, they take you through this weekend. We are back Monday afternoon at 2 o'clock. For all of us here at WKRB, thanks for joining us. I'd say use the umbrellas, but they might snap off and fly away in these gusty winds. So try to bear with it the best you can. And honey, I'm thinking... I'm thinking maybe we can share like a chopped cheese, like a chopped cheese and maybe in Arizona. Sounds like a good lunch plan. Have a good weekend, everyone. I'll see you back here on Monday.